0: Hi friends, welcome back to the Bible Project Daily Broadcast, this amazing project to work through the entire Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. If you've joined us today for the first time, you can, if you wish, go right back to episode one and play catch up for a few months, maybe listen to more than one a day and get right back with us as we do this amazing journey together. Now this is episode 268, which is actually episode 199 of season two which is the book of Genesis. And we're beginning a new chapter today, chapter 26, looking at the first 11 verses. And we're going to hopefully use this passage, this opening of this chapter, as a way of contrasting the difference between the faithfulness of God and our own fickleness. Now I'm reminded that a few years ago, in the space of one day, two different people came to me. And said something along the lines of, it was obviously referring to personal situations, but it said something along the lines of, what happens to me if I keep on sinning? What happens to me if I can't stop doing this thing I'm doing? Will I still go to heaven? Now, that's a question that's hotly debated within the Christian church, and there are two basic points of view. Some say, no. If you sin, that's the end of it. You'll not go to heaven unless you take certain actions. Now, as a matter of fact, when I was growing up in Ireland, I once had a friend of mine tell me, at his school, the teacher had said to him, the teacher was a priest, by the way, that if he was speeding and he got into an accident and was killed, he would not go to heaven. He wouldn't go to heaven if he hadn't been to confession that week. Now, I know probably his motivation was to stop my friend and I riding around on motorcycles at ridiculous speeds what we were doing at that time but I don't really believe that that's even a fair application of Roman Catholic doctrine on the matter of sin and salvation but that's what he told him so there are some Christians maybe in the minority who would say if you sin you don't get to go to heaven and yet others would say no no we all sin You can never stop falling short of the standard that God set so that doesn't really affect whether or not you go get to heaven or not because heaven is a gift given to those who trust in Jesus Christ and I personally firmly believe that that is the correct position and there are passages, numerous passages that discuss that question and clearly teach that point of view. Now there are a few passages that deal with elements of that question however here where we've reached today in Genesis chapter 26 there is this single passage which directly addresses that question I believe and looks at what I would say would be the two sides both sides of that argument so with that in mind I would like to invite your attention to the helpful chapter that we're going to look at over the next probably four or five episodes which is Genesis chapter 26 and this passage will tell us two things. One firstly is that there's a famine in the land and we'll see how Isaac responds to the famine and the second thing it will do is it'll tell us how he ends up in a Philistine city and how he will tell lies about his wife. That's the sort of natural way this passage unfolds. So let's look first at the fact that there was a famine in the land And I'm going to begin by just reading verse 1 for you which says, Now there was a famine in the land, there you go, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Now if you're reading the book of Genesis as a whole, you'll recall that previously, when Abraham was in the land, he experienced famine also. And where did he go? Do you remember? That's right, he hightailed it to Egypt. So again the author saying that there's famine in the land and he also brings up the fact that this had happened to Abraham as well previously. Now it seems to me that at this point the text is clearly implying that we need to look closely and contrast Abraham's and Isaac's response to this situation. If it's deliberately flagging that up for us. This is like the situation where Abraham found himself back in the day. In fact, reading the next couple of verses, it unpacks it more for us. Picking up at verse 2, it says, The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all the lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. Now before I go into this, I'd just like for us to pause for a second, just long enough to say this. It's worth making the observation that just because you're a Christian or a believer in God, as the people of this day were, that doesn't mean you're going to bypass the difficulties of life. Christians go through problems and natural disasters just like everyone else. So to bring it home in our minds in the most practical of ways, if you live in a semi-detached house and your building gets struck by lightning, then it's going to affect you just exactly the same as the atheist living next door. And that's just the way the world works. So here is Isaac. He's clearly a child of God, yet he finds himself and his family experience a famine. So he decides to take off. Now did you notice that the Bible said the Lord appeared to him and he said do not go down to Egypt stay in the land which I told you to live in and I will be with you and I will bless you. Now this is the first time in the Bible that the Lord appeared to Isaac. He had previously appeared of course to his father Abraham several times but this is the first time he appears to Isaac and he expressly says Isaac don't go down to Egypt in fact he says stay in the land I promised to give to your father Abraham. So here we have a reinstatement of the Abrahamic covenant. Early in the book of Genesis God made a covenant with Abraham and he said to him I'm going to give you this land, the holy land that you're standing on is now yours. He actually said I'm going to give it to you Abraham and to your descendants. So what's happening now in this passage of Scripture Well, firstly, God is reaffirming the covenant he made with Abraham and saying, just like I told Abraham before you, I'm now telling you, I'm going to give you this land to you and your descendants. So this passage is the reaffirmation of that covenant. And this is very important because God also says to Isaac, he should stay in the land and that he would be with him. Notice, I'm not just going to give you the land. I'm going to be with you, Isaac. Now these are the exact same words used by Jesus just before he left the earth when he said to all of us and lo I will be with you always even to the end of the age. That's in Matthew chapter 28. So God is making a promise to Isaac beyond the legal covenant of giving him the land he promised. In addition to that he's promising his own personal presence and his own personal blessing. Let's see how Isaac responds to that, shall we? Well, I think we'll just leave it there at that point and we'll look at that response in the next episode. That's it for today. Thank you for joining me and I hope to see you back here again right here on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. Bye-bye for now.